You all ready to join me today in our trip to outer space? Yeah. Albert Shivers. The Matrix doesn't happen. That's very true. Come along quietly or not. They don't have to like it, but they're going to see what happens. Goodbye, wimps. And now, without further ado, from Albert Shivers. The general concept is that creativity flourishes in an in a atmosphere of freedom. Love of my life, I love you so. You live in this piano, man? I never see you go out anywhere. Not to the beach, McDonald's, nothing. I never leave here, man. I like it in here. This way I don't have to see the cruel world anymore. It reminds me of the sanctity of my teenage room. Man, you got to get out sometimes. I leave this piano when all the armies of the world lay down their arms. When the wolf lie down with the little lamb. When Madonna goes to India to work with lepers. You got a long wait. Hello, folks, and welcome to another episode of the Planet Shivers podcast. I am, as I've always been, Albert Shivers, and this is an episode that I've been really wanting to do and looking forward to putting together for a long time. I've been saving it for this run to 100 that we're doing, but this is the first Hodge podcast that I'm putting out there. There's going to be more. I came up with this idea a while back. And I'm going to be putting out a bunch of these every so often. Basically consisting of things that were cut for various reasons. Whether it was cut for time. Or sometimes my conversations with people. The focus shifts from them to me. And when I have somebody on the show. We're talking about them. We're not there to talk about me. So I ended up getting into a conversation a couple of times about my own art that I've cut out of episodes well now I'm gonna take those and throw them in here as well as just things that were cut for time that I think are still really cool stories and really fun stories or even in the case of um, Don Wilson's appearance on this episode it's a fun fun story that I felt would stand out better by itself and not buried within the podcast. So there's a lot of different variables. On this, the first Hodge podcast, we're going to start off with a story from Don Wilson, the amazing visual artist and my friend who's been on the show a bunch of times, and Isaac is on that recording as well. So we got a little Don and a little Isaac. Next, we're going to jump to my conversation with musician J.C. Capril, and... Her and I got into talking about visual art in comparison to <clears throat> excuse me visual art in comparison to music um, and I include that on this and then the episode ends with a story that two sides of a story actually concerning the comedian Doug Stanhope I had mailed I had done a piece of art for him and mailed it to him and there was just some mildly funny confusion and with his permission, I'm going to add his recording of it, his side of the story, and as well as my side of the story. Plus, there's going to be little doodads in between. I, again, I, I like this idea because it really frees me up creatively to throw samples in here and just have fun with it. A little bit less regimented. 
Not that the show has been very regimented to begin with, but it doesn't matter. Before we get to the three segments, though, I want to fill you in on a little bit of what's cooking with me. My short collage film, Mondo Alberto, is still coming soon. I just keep pushing on that soon down the road a little bit. But I recently came upon some new ideas and some new techniques, and I want to shoehorn into this thing without making it too much longer. I'm trying to keep the runtime below 30 minutes, if possible. So that's all cooking. Um, new Instagram page called Kosher Exposure. I'm going to explain that a little bit. I have, for uh, many years now, been collecting photographs from yard sales, antique stores, flea markets, things like that. Photos that are old that I found cool. And rather than seeing them getting thrown away or stuffed in a box, I started to slowly collect them. And the collection has gotten big and I've been wanting to share it with people because what good is it doing me shoved in the closet? So I've wanted to share it with people. So I put together the Instagram page at Kosher Exposure. You could find the link on my regular Instagram page at Albert Shivers because Kosher and Exposure, they're not spelt completely right because the Instagram gods won't let you use Exposure in your name anymore. They think it's dirty. So you can find the link in my regular page, but I'm going to be posting uh, a vintage photo every day or at least every other day on the page to just check it out. I want to share it with you guys and hopefully the page will get a good following and eventually I know a few other people who collect found photography and eventually I'd like to make the page a group effort and have multiple people that I know giving me photos to post, not to keep, but giving me the photos to post. And we could say, okay, this is, you know, this is Dave's photo that he found in Oshkosh or whatever. You, you get the point. I got some new art shows coming up, but I'm going to fill you in on that on the next episode. I don't want to eat into this episode any more than I already have. You've gotten my spiel for, the, for this week, but keep your eye or your ears open and your eyes open keep everything open it's all open but pay attention next week next episode i'll be telling you about some art shows that i got coming up as well as having another really cool guest on the show that i'm excited about and i'm excited to share it with you this is all about sharing okay it's all this all this is share 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 anyway i will catch you guys in a little bit enjoy this first segment with Don and Isaac Wilson. XERB, Los Angeles. Old man Adder is the man to see when you want to be taller than she. Because old man Adder does a lot for you. Confidentially with his elevator, 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 elevator shoe. There is one Adler shoe store at 128 West 42nd Street. Go tell your mama that, boy. Because it reminds me, one of my favorite cartoonists was uh, uh, worked for, it was called the Los Angeles Free Press. And I think uh, there was also a, new, a free newspaper called the Long Beach Free Press. I'm quite certain, I may be wrong. But uh, R. Cobb, his name was, mm -hmm. the, the, the artist who worked for uh, the LA Free Press. And 
he did these, if you read his cartoons, or rather looked at his cartoons, they were, uh, they're very terse as far as uh, any caption that would go with it. It was mostly discernible, just looking at the visual. So I, I remember one, I might even have a copy of it. Uh, it was uh, two guys with kind of very drab looking outfits on, almost like uniforms, sitting on a park bench. And there was a video camera up behind them. And, and there was armored tanks in the background and police vehicles. And on one side of their chest was emblazoned a patch. And they each had the letter B sewn onto their tunic, onto their uniform. And they were just having a conversation. And the caption was, well, at least we don't have to worry about anarchy anymore. Hmm. And in behind them was the curfew times. So it would say, Citizen A, curfew, 9 o'clock at night. Uh, citizen B, curfew at 8 o'clock at night. And if you were Citizen C, you had to be off the street by 7 o'clock. Hmm. So this was kind of the tenor of his cartoons. So in other words, it was like Brave New World or yeah. 1984. You know, you were very controlled by yeah. the the society or the government that was mm -hmm. in place. Uh, Hello, teenage America. I'm not inconsiderate. I know my cigarette or cigar smoke irritates my family, and it smells bad, too. That's why I went out and bought Ronco's Portable Smokeless Ashtray. It filters out irritating smoke, allowing my family to breathe cleaner, fresher smelling air. Velcro fastener secures the portable smokeless ashtray to prevent it from moving. This Christmas, show you really care. Give smokeless ashtrays by Ronco. They make fabulous Christmas gifts. Hello, this is Phil Cosby. You are listening to the Planet Shivers podcast. You know, there's been nights uh, when I've been working and playing. And at the end of the night, you know, I look at my mouthpiece and it's all bloody. But I haven't felt a thing. My life is music. My love is music. And it's 24 hours a day. We go, you know, you, you learn yourself. Agreed. You learn, okay, I know myself, and this is this is how this is going to go. The way I work now is I will leave room for anything. So, like, I recently did um, Portrait of Richard Pryor, That's the comedian. Cool. Okay, it's a portrait. I want it, obviously, to look like him. So that's, those are the rules. I will leave moments, and it, to me, it always goes back to jazz, old jazz specifically, where, so you have like your head arrangement, mm -hmm. this needs to be drawn or played this way. Right. But then, here's some room here for improvisation. Right. Where I can just let myself be free. And that has been so much fun, is to be able to feed that part of me that that workaholic who wants to get it right and mm -hmm. wants to be precise, but also let there be room for total freedom. Now, peace. with that freedom, does it give you a little bit of a, a um, almost a relaxation 
as far as your connected your connection to the arc knowing that it it was in the moment and you can't have it back or does it actually like enhance your connection to the arc because it's so moment specific definitely enhances it it makes sense definitely it definitely makes it. sense more than the best way to explain it in my terms i guess would be drawing if i'm doing a portrait and i'm getting the face right that's technical that's concentrated technical whereas when that gate opens and those horses run right and i'm just free forming it that is stressful in the moment oh i'm sure because you don't want to screw up but it's way more connecting because mm -hmm. it's just a feel thing like i just feel closer to it because I know there's less in between me and the art when it's completely free than when I'm being technical. Right. Well, I think it, it becomes less static and more emotional. Yeah. And like, I was always, because I came from a very like, a very country or classic rock, it, they're very standard structures of songs. Like it, it's, right. it's basically, you know, there's a lot of four chord or like eight chord, different progressions, rebounds back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a lot of creativity, but you can, it, the creativity tends to come with certain like, you know, lyrical phrasing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Or it, it's it's more in the, the impact of the emotion. It's a lot more like, well, I'm not gonna wow you with my words or my guitar playing, but I wanna play it in which it, give, it forces like yeah. a, an emotion on you. Um, but one thing I learned to appreciate was uh, Brian Roeder, my guitarist, mm -hmm. um, Kenny to some extent, but Brian was the one I started the band with, and um, Brian came from a very different, uh, more musical um, background with it, whereas he was a Grateful Dead fan, he was the Allman okay. Brothers, Fish, right. um, a lot of this jam band that was yeah. very interpretive right. and very less structured. I've seen uh -huh. Dark Star Orchestra play, I, I forget how many times now, because mm -hmm. of him. Um, where a lot of it is, you know, we have, a, like you said, a starting point and then they take a step back and they free themselves from like their, the discipline of this is what we have to do. And they just say, where's it going to go? And I'm going to let it go there. And it kind of playing with them and allowing myself to, like, it, it kind of worked because I was able to influence them to have a good structured starting point and then to be able to just have something, some kind of a foundation to build upon. And then we could literally let the chips fall wherever they went during the song, during the right. show. Um, that's why we never, we've never used set lists. Um, people have asked, oh, well, what songs are on your set right. list? I'm like, I have no idea. What right. do you mean? You, know, you played three shows this weekend. What'd you get? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> we know what songs we can play. Right. We know what songs we have the ability to try. And occasionally we'll throw, if somebody throws something at us, we'll give it a shot. But it was always based on how the crowd reacts, how we're feeling how we're vibing off each other. It was always in the moment and it was always emotionally driven. And where, like you said, I mean, there were shows that like, it was very stressful because mm -hmm. you just, you have no idea what's gonna happen. You're like, I'm just kind of flying. But then after that moment passes, I was explaining it to, uh, to Michaela because mm -hmm. now that I moved away, I've, I've been telling all of them for years. <laughs> like the way you get better is to go play with other artists or yeah. talk go to old mics or talk do this talk to other people from yeah. other like artistic mediums and it gets you better it expands your brain it makes you more creative it's a little bit more when it's completely destructured like right. how we've done with the bandana brothers where it's kind of like brian's gonna do his thing kenny's gonna do his thing tyron's gonna do his thing i'll probably try to sing a couple lines here and then i'll do my thing on my acoustic 
and then somehow it's one of the magics of music i think it, it's also within like visual mediums too it's like somehow you'll just whether it's the middle or the end of it you'll you'll complete a a sequence in your drawing or i'll complete a sequence in the song or whatever and you just hit that line you hit that note you find that pause point and it's it just it's like that's where that was supposed to go yeah. i had no idea i couldn't have planned it there's a billion different options where this could have gone but that's where it was supposed to go mm -hmm. it, it was it's and it's a weird like it's a weird feeling of it being perfect even though perfect is impossible those those happy happy mistakes or whatever uh -huh. like it's the, the end result was inevitable it makes perfect sense in the end it, it's it's where that belonged to be it's it could have never done anything else but it's an impossible infathomable uh, concept to go how is how is that possible how could it have ended so uniquely so perfect and like even something that isn't like well again that's not what that was supposed to be but look at it that's exactly what that was supposed to yeah. be it's just it's a cool like it's a cool mind fuck <laughs> as it is, as it, it is it, it feels like bigger than us yes exactly yeah. exactly and i'm not a religious person i'm not a spiritual i mm -hmm. i think you're big old circle of life from lion king like we live we become worm food we're gonna feed the cows and i'm gonna uh -huh. the next generation is gonna have a burger right. but it does make it does give it a calm cosmic feel it does make yeah. it seem bigger because we i mean as artists we don't know why we do the things we do we just know yeah. that it, it makes us feel complete it makes us feel good yeah. it makes us feel connected to something and when you when you reach a point in any any work of of, of art that you can take a step back and like see just where the chips fell, how everything aligned. Yeah. It, it, it just, it's weird. It makes everything make sense, but nothing at all. This is Brooklyn's own station. WBBC, Brooklyn, New York. Hell has frozen over with compliments of the polar vortex. The actual temperature plunged to a mere four below, but that's not factoring in the wind chill. Plus the snow is so deep in hell. During this time of like harsh reality, they're gonna live life. Mm -hmm. And that was, I don't know about y'all, but during COVID, respectfully for the people that lost a lot of them, you know, but it's probably some of the best times that I've had. Right? I'm telling you, <laughs> I, before yeah. you leave, I have to show you a piece of art. Because uh, I did a whole illustration on the um, my summer of 2020. Because I didn't mean to jump in. No, 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 bro. What? Um, but Isaac and I spent, we were hanging a bunch that summer. Mm. And I was just thinking just the other day, it's funny you brought it up, is just like our summer and our fall, that Halloween, we had this huge party. Where it's phenomenal times, Mike, bro. Our, our buddy Mike did a big Burning Man sculpture and it burnt. And I'm like, gee, it's like all of 2020, we were fanning our balls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it showed a glimpse of what life can be like when everybody is equal. Yeah. And there was nothing, no issues, no problems, no reason for me to look down at you. There's no reason for me to look at you a certain way. I have what you have. Right. Let's go get something to eat. Let's go talk about it. Let's go get something to drink. We have that money. We have Now you, have, you, you had the time and the money to live life. Mm -hmm. 
You'll never get that again, man. <laughs> I, I think we will, but that was the first time that I actually, I'm glad y'all agree with me because I had a phenomenal time, yeah. man. I was drinking every night, <laughs> eating great every fucking day, bro. No one was around. I mean, yeah. It was, Everybody was inside? Yeah. <laughs> but like, you weren't forced to not go outside? Oh, yeah. It so was. the people that stood inside were idiots. I went out. One night I'm playing and I felt sick and I practically keeled off the school. And to get that son of a bitch back on that school. Well, again, I fell off the school. She said, what the hell is the matter with him to one of the girls? The man that came to San Francisco to offer them more. You don't believe it? Listen to me. I don't lie. Take a fucking car like this. A 1966 Ford, a Country Squire 9-factor station wagon. Don't worry about the equipment. Imagine all the fun you can have in the back. And while you're doing it, imagine all the money that that bald-headed prick Ralph Williams is going to be making on the car he's talk, trying to fuck you out of. Yes, the man that'll take every dime out of the San Francisco Bay Area and spend it on prostitutes, booze, and, of course, crap tables in the city of Las Vegas. I'm sure you've heard about it. So remember this. If you'd like to get fucked and hooked real hard before you buy a car, come down here. Let Ralph Williams do it. Why not? Why, why not somebody else? Remember our address is 345 El Camino Real in the city of San Bruno, but if you come from Marin County, East Bay Area, San Jose, your money spends just as well as anybody else's. And when this bald-headed son of a bitch gets hold of you, you will spend money. Talking about payments, five years payments of $100 a month. You can't get even. So shop before you buy. Base your Chrysler Plymouth. All right, folks, we're coming up on the Doug Stanhope section of this podcast. And I just wanted to give it a little bit of a, an intro tell you my side of the story before you hear Doug's side. I had done an 18 by 24 portrait of the comedian Doug Stanhope and his wife Bingo. I needed to mail it out to where they live in Arizona and I had framed it, did the whole thing. I didn't want to send an unframed piece of art or anything like that. So I had to root around in my attic looking for a good box. And the only box that I had that would fit an 18 by 24 picture that was framed and everything safely and securely was a box that I was already using. I had been using this box up in the attic for artwork that I knew that I was never going to finish or that I had given up on. And in big Sharpie marker, I had written abandoned art. I continue to dig around the attic. I don't find any cardboard box that's any better than that one. So I'm stuck using this box. I didn't want to go to the UPS store and get bent over the counter for a new box. So I used the one that I had and figured, okay, I'll try to put the postage sticker and whatever else over the words, even though the words took the whole the whole side of the thing was the sharpied out words. 
I tried to cover it the best I could. To be honest, I was very self-conscious about the whole thing. And as I was packing up the framed large piece of art, I ended up just throwing in a bunch of extra prints and cards and stickers. I, I sent them a bunch of shit. So it's that's from what I gather, it sounds like they 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 dug it and they enjoyed it. So that's enough of that. This is Stanhope's side of the story of getting my abandoned art box in the mail and then figuring out that oh, the art's in there. You've been listening to the erotic daydreams of an infant worm being sucked backwards through a French milking machine. Uh. I uh, I was I almost didn't open I didn't open this I was gonna give it directly to Bree Bree Derek's ex had a, a showing called uh, Abandoned Art and she had an art project and had a showing and said would you tweet this for me so I get this giant box Sharpied Abandoned Art on it and I'm like I don't fucking want Abandoned Art that was a friend that I retweeted a thing so she could so bingo went I'll take it we can put it up in my Airbnb and uh, this is a fucking really cool picture he made I don't know I she, you've only shown me one picture but it's a picture of me and Bing, it's a really fucking cool picture I'm like I didn't. I just thought he was some guy went to a thrift store. And like got a painting? Some, yeah, like a, a ink drawing. I have a Show mic him. right there if you want to use it. <laughs> There's a thing. I'll do it. That you mic's. You, yeah, but talk on the mic. So, what, what else was in the, the, the package? Yeah, a lot of things. All right. Yeah. Still, Bing, that mic just lot, sits lot, there. I'm very high. Bingo is like, well, let's, let's say off her meds or on another. we'll just pump the level up a little bit maybe we'll get a little there you go fucking look at that look at look at that that's cool as shit oh that is very cool what's what's the found art you found it on your doorstep no (laughs) abandoned abandoned art like she found shit like at thrift stores and stuff like that like the frame or like they painted over dogs playing poker but i did it as a paint by number my grandma fucking was glad i died young (laughs) <laughs> so she could put that in the thrift store and stop saying oh you're really have a unique eye uh yeah so uh i like albert and the others are okay but i really want to go home so there you have it folks the first hodge podcast short and sweet kind of the way i wanted it compared to other episodes I hope you enjoyed all the clips and all the fun. I had fun putting it together. There's going to be more of these coming. But until then, I got a lot of cool folks lined up for the next couple episodes as we count down to 100. Uh, Don't forget, you can check out the rest of what I'm doing on Instagram at Albert Shivers or on the website at www.albertshivers.com. You can check out my NASCAR page at NASCAR underscore pulp. And my new found photography page, also on Instagram, at Kosher Exposure. Thank you again for listening. Thank you to Don for being on the show all the times he's been on the show. Thank you to JC Capril. Go and check her music out on all the social media platforms. And thank you to Doug Stanhope and Greg Chelly for the clip talking about the art that I sent out there. There's 
cool episodes coming down the road, and I'm excited for every one of them, and I'm excited for you to hear them. But until next time, take care of yourself and take care of somebody else. Goodbye, wimps.